For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm John Metzwain, and today here in the studio with me, I have Ben Yates, the University Communication Strategy Coordinator and this week's devotional speaker. Can you take me through and explain the process of you coming up with your talk topic of navigating through life with an internal perspective? And I was kind of surprised when I got asked so I just started thinking about what I might talk about and just thinking about kind of life in general, what we're all facing. I went back and listened to a lot of uh, President Nelson's uh, conference talks recently and just kind of picked out some things that I felt like were kind of themes that he talked about and kind of just developed it around that. In your opinion, what are some leading causes why the world especially our society, is becoming more troubled, divided, and confused? I think it has a lot, well, a lot to do with Satan, I think. Um, But a lot to do with distraction, I think is probably, um, which I talk about some, but there's just so much going on in in our lives, everybody's lives, that, um, and so many messages, and it's so easy to get caught up in, different trends or messages or politics or, or whatever it is and and lose our focus of of what really matters. Some things that we allow to to take over our lives and and become our focus have nothing to do with our purpose here and can actually take us farther from our purpose, which I think is what Satan wants, that if he can just distract us enough to not think about what's important, it doesn't have to be all at once that we move away from the gospel or our testimonies. It's just slowly we lose maybe even interest and focus, and it becomes so much easier to to forget what it felt like, what it feels like to have the Spirit and to be close to the gospel. And... Uh, and those distractions, a lot of them, we choose them ourselves. We we choose what we spend our time on and what we do, and a lot of it is focused on, I think, entertainment. Um, that we like to be entertained. I know I do, but, but so it, it's a conscious effort that we have to make to to keep our focus. In your talk, you mentioned that we must use the knowledge and tools Heavenly Father has blessed us with to recognize and understand Satan's tactics and counter them. What are some of those tools and how can we best use them to combat the tactics of the adversary? Yeah, so that's kind of what I talked about. My devotional address is... um, some of them that we're, we're blessed with, with even just the light of Christ, the ability to to determine what's right and wrong. He's blessed us with the Holy Ghost. He's blessed us with um, living prophets. He's blessed us with um, even our, our parents to guide us and, and everything. And um, But we have to apply those tools. He's also a, a blessed us with, I, I think, the, the scriptures and the power of prayer. I think are huge ones to stay on um, on the path and to keep our focus. If uh, I don't know, our, our leaders always 
encourage us to read our scriptures, to say our prayers. It seems like primary answers, but when it comes down to it, that really is what can keep most of us on track. There's going to be so many things throughout the day that are going to take our attention and our time. If we can just for a few minutes bring ourselves back to what really matters, then we can put everything into perspective, anything that we're facing. We can put it in a a more eternal perspective, and that can guide us in decisions that we make, in, in our relationships with others, in everything that we do. I think it can guide us and, and direct us through our lives. You also mentioned heavenly guilt in your address. Can you explain what that is and how it might hinder us from having a close relationship with the Lord and completing the task we need to do as disciples of Christ? So what, what I talk about is, is heavenly guilt is actually a gift from Heavenly Father that— um, that Satan tries to counterfeit the gift of guilt and 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 to um, prevent us from progressing. And so heavenly guilt is something that that we've been given. I, I think we've been given from Heavenly Father to be able to know and I think it, it's related to the light of Christ where we know right and wrong. We and when we do something wrong we we feel guilt and we feel bad about it and that helps us recognize that we've done something wrong and then helps us turn back to to Christ and and get back on the path and so I, I talk about how how the difference between heavenly father's guilt is very um, love based it's very um, encouraging it's it's it helps us come back. It's not a punishment. It's it's more of a, a beckoning, I guess. Whereas Satan, on the other hand, he he provides a counterfeit guilt, and he bombards us with it. And it's it's feelings of of doubt and feelings of negative feelings, feelings that um, Heavenly Father's disappointed with us, um, things that that drive us away from the Savior and not and, and from, from Heavenly Father, not things that bring us back. But I think it's uh, we have to be careful to recognize when we're feeling heavenly guilt and we're feeling guilt from from Satan and, and his counterfeit and and that we choose with with our agency to reject that kind of guilt and not let it take us down. And, and when we start feeling it, instead of going with those feelings, we, we choose to turn to Christ and, and change. Uh, in which ways can free agency and the power of seeking knowledge help to discern uh, or decipher Satan's cunning ways? Good question. I think the best way to counter Satan or to recognize and counter it is is to have the Spirit with us. When we don't feel the Spirit very often, we start to forget or what it feels like. And then when things come from Satan, it, they're so subtle that we don't notice it, I think, a lot of times. And so staying close and, and always remembering, I think, Heavenly Father and Christ and who they are and how they are will help us discern between that. In, in my talk, I quote Moroni, and he, 
he tells us about how we can know what comes from 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 Heavenly Father in Christ and what what comes from Satan. And it's everything that's good comes from Heavenly Father and everything that's bad. And he specifically says anything that turns us to Christ is is from Heavenly Father, and anything that turns us away from Christ is is Satan. And we we never receive negative feelings from Heavenly Father. He's not he's not negative. But anytime we have feelings of negativity or doubt or anything like that, I believe it it doesn't come from the Lord. I believe it comes from Satan and his little proddings and his little little attacks on us. And if we're not careful and we don't recognize that, they can be so subtle that if you're not paying attention, you don't even think about it. It just but when it's constant, you start becoming negative, I think, and and turning to that negativity instead of to Christ. In your opinion, what are some philosophies of the world that misinterpret, misrepresent the principle of agency? I think the the one of the things that Satan does is he he tries to um, take half truths and and convince us of untruths. He, he tries to get us to believe things that aren't true by using a a little bit of truth in it. And so, um, I I, I talk about. Um, the freedom to choose, it, it's a good, it's a true principle. It's an eternal principle that, again, agency, that's what the war in heaven was fought over, was being able to choose. And so he takes that that principle and he, he tries to convince us that to make a choice is, that the choices we make are good because of the principle. And that's not the case that not every choice we make is a good choice. We've give, been given agency, choose between good and evil, but he wants us to believe that we should be able to make whatever we cho- whatever choice we want and it's okay. It's all right and that's what we're supposed to have this this free agency, this agency to choose and so whatever we choose is okay, but it's it's not. <laughs> There's you have to choose right or wrong, and depending on the choice you make, there's a, a consequence. There's negative consequences, and there's also positive consequences. If you do something right, there there are blessings that come with it. There are positive consequences. But if we do something wrong, there are negative consequences. And so if if we believe we can do whatever we want and it's okay because Heavenly Father gave us that gift, um, then we can get off track really fast and 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 lose our way really fast, I think. What are some words you can offer to those who struggle to resist the natural man but want to draw closer to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ? The best thing we could do you could do is is and again it's the primary answer, read your scriptures and say your prayers every day. There you're probably not gonna have some great revelatory experience every time you open the scriptures or every time you say a prayer, but you're you're opening the door for it, keeping yourself connected and remembering what is right and what is right, your purpose here. And also it invites the Spirit into your life where the Spirit should be our our greatest guide through life. That he, we've been promised um, that we can always have a Spirit to be if we're worthy of it. And so as we're striving to become worthy or become more, 
I think reading those scriptures will bring us closer to our Heavenly Father probably more than anything, and, and saying our prayers, obviously. Um, I mean, going to church is is also necessary, but I think a lot of us feel that we can go to church on Sunday and we're okay for, for the rest of the week until we come back on Sunday. But there's too much going on in our our lives that we that that one that one day well and in some cases that those two hours only if that's all we're getting all week it's not enough and and we're not going to be able to stay focused and and stay committed with everything else that's going on it's just not enough that um if you're struggling with something i think the best the first and best thing to do is is to Turn back to your heavenly Father and and pray for help for the atonement in our lives to help us change and become more. Um, it's not going to happen all at once, and and we're not going to fix our issues or our problems or whatever we're facing by just returning in and reading the scriptures. That's not. That's also not how it works, but but it will help us know what changes we need to make as we're as we're staying closer to the Lord, we can receive promptings to know how to change and how what not to do and what to do and, and get strength to stop making choices or start making choices. As a communication strategy coordinator, how have you used the gospel in the work you do? Oh, good question. I don't know. I think communication has a lot to do with um, how you treat others, not just what you say, but how you treat them. And, and we don't always do well at that. In, in difficult situations, it can be hard to treat others well. But I think, I think keeping that eternal perspective, especially the, the perspective that we're all children of Heavenly Father, that we're all brothers and sisters, if we can keep that... Um, focus even in difficult times it'll help us to to be better um to communicate better to um be more like christ and i think help others too to become better what are some lifelong lessons about free agency you try to teach your children and other youth you come in contact with with my kids i don't know the other night i i came down <laughs> stairs and my son I put him down for bed and told him not to get out of bed and he said okay <laughs> and then I saw that his light was on so I went down and he turned it off <laughs> and jumped into bed and I said you told me you wouldn't and he felt he felt bad <laughs> and, and I he, he said I'm a liar and I'm <laughs> and I said but and it said, "You are good. You're, you are a good boy, and you just need to make good choices. Like the fact that you got out of bed and turned on your light after you said you wouldn't didn't make you bad, but it was a bad choice. And you've got to just make that choice to when you say you're going to do something, you just do it. And um, and I think too often we when we do something wrong." Satan wants us to feel that we are bad and and that our choice reflects who we are. And I don't think that's the case. I think it we can 
turn into those things if we're not careful and we and we don't check ourselves. But I think he wants us to feel like um, we are our bad choice, and and I don't think we are. I think that we all make bad choices, and and but there's always that. Um, the ability to change and that through Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter what choice we make, we can always make things right through the atonement of Christ and and be good. And I think we need to think of ourselves as good people, e- even though we make mistakes and we're, we're, we don't always do the right thing. What is the message you hope people who hear and attend your devotional receive? I hope that helps them um, think about life and and everything that they're facing and, and realize the importance of recognizing Satan's tactics. Um, and I, I, th- I think it's so – he is so good at what he does, it is hard to recognize it unless we're actively aware and and trying to, to counter it. Um, and, and President Nelson in his – his address, one of his conference addresses said that we need to have strategies and counter strategies or something to that effect, um, counter strategies to, to Satan. And I think, I think that's kind of my hope that, that we'll think more about it, that we'll create these counter strategies to Satan, that we'll keep our focus on what's most important. I, I think if we make that a priority in our lives and we focus, keep that eternal focus, and especially on Jesus Christ, the atonement, to realize we don't do it on our own. We can't do it on our own. And if we can just keep our our focus on him and apply his atonement to our lives, that things are going to be okay. We're going to be okay. And and eventually, and it's little by little, it's not one day we're going to become like Heavenly Father. It, It doesn't happen like that it it's gradual everything that we do in this life is supposed to help us get closer to becoming like heavenly father and and if we're not making those those choices and 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 choosing to do the things that help us become like heavenly father then we're not progressing like we should be and i guess that that's my hope that that people will have a desire to to keep that focus. And. Well, Brother Yates, I really appreciate you coming in here today and giving us some spiritual strengthening insight on how to, you know, resist the cunning ways of Satan and, you know, give us more information about, you know, what you talk about in your devotional address. Well, thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs>